Hey guys, this is Squid. I just wanted to let you know that Yidam Fwigs is now on Patreon. With your paid Patreon account, you can listen to episodes a week in advance and get exclusive access to bonus content. Visit our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Yidam podcast. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Y-D-M-F-W-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Or click the link in the description. Anyway, on with the show. You don't make friends with giant squids podcast episode number 44. Oh, boy, yes, 44. I'm Jackson. <laughs> I'm Squid. What's up? All right, it's because we so sexy. <laughs> Cards Against Humanity is in the news. Yes, I saw. You saw I that? I read that, that they bought some of the border. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cards Against Humanity, which is the party game for terrible people, I has purchased a plot of land on the Mexican border and retained an eminent domain law firm to block the construction of President Trump's border wall. That is so funny. What if you could just cross on that just that area then and uh pick up a board game on on your way in uh their tweet said um the government is being run by a toilet we have no choice we are going to save america and attempt to keep our brand relevant in 2017 join in for 15 dollars, and we'll send you america saving an american saving surprise this december Ah, uh, i want to i want a surprise yeah so um uh, on their website, it says Donald Trump is a preposterous golem who's afraid of Mexicans. He, he is. is so afraid that he wants to build a $20 billion wall that everyone knows will accomplish nothing. So we've purchased a plot of vacant land on the border and retained a law firm specializing in eminent domain to make it as time-consuming and as expensive as possible for the wall to get built. Um, Cards Against Humanity purchased the land as part of their Cards Against Humanity Saves America holiday promotion. Um, the holiday special costs $15 and features six America Saving Surprises mailed to participants during the month of December. I love it. The first, gift fe- the first gift features an illustrated map of the Borderland purchase and a certificate of the company's promise to fight the wall and other surprises. Oh my god, it's... I just want to tell everybody, dude, that if you want to stop illegal immigration, then stop planes. <laughs> Jeez, right. like that's that's the ma- the majority. That's yeah. when everybody gets here. Is they visit on vacation, they just stay. Yeah, that's the majority of Im- yeah. Of they're the all legal here. Immigration. Le- they're all here. Le- they were here legally at one point, and then they just stayed. So it's like just no one's allowed to travel anymore. Just let's do that. That uh, that would get more done than a wall. Yeah. The company has been one of the most unlikely opponents of Trumpism since the president announced his candy in 2015. The company created an expansion pack called Trump Against Humanity during the 2016 uh, presidential primaries and also sent a copy of their new game, Secret Hitler, to every sitting U.S. senator as a warning against the Trump administration. <laughs> to achieve his evil ends, Adolf Hitler required the cooperation of well-meaning men who had hoped to appease and control the Nazis, says a letter enclosed with the game. Our game explores that relationship and highlights the difficulty of recognizing your own manipulation before it's too late. Although our game takes place in 1933 Germany, we thought you and your staff might find our game relevant as you negotiate the balance of power within the Trump White House. They sent that to every senator. That's amazing. I... That's amazing. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I love it when, like... 
people love release people do stuff <laughs> i love when people do stuff yeah i mean it's kind of artistic what they're doing because they're saying stuff it's super creative and they're creating board and games. using their brand yeah using their brand to like uh, it's genius marketing it's hilarious i love cards against humanity so yeah that was my that was my fun article was it fun Mm-hmm. Did I have a fun one, or are they all about sexual assault? <laughs> you seriously looked at nothing but articles on sexual oh! assault. Oh, I do have something cool for what? us Californians. Oh, huh, what? Um, the headline is: This gorgeous California beach is about to reopen to the public after more than a hundred years. Why? Because it's now becoming public property. Oh, because it was private before. Mm-hmm. Uh. For a hundred years. It is, um, let's see. I think they said that it's in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Santa Barbara County, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Uh, known as Bixby Ranch. Uh, 36 acres of private coastal property. And, uh, it's about 150 miles north of L.A. on the south end of the Vandenberg Air Force Base. And it's a mile-long stretch of beach that's been closed to the public for over 100 years. And now, um, we're going to get some new coastline. Yay! Yay! Um, pretty much uh, the reason why that, it, that uh, uh, this land is now available for to the public is because they found out that, um, that the current landowners had installed a bunch of water wells throughout the property and made land developments without permits. So in the settlement, they were like, give us this land back. <laughs> so not, not only do they have to give the land to the county, the owners will also pay $500,000 to cover public access and environmental projects associated with it. Well, yeah, so they fucked up. And, uh... They said, oh, wow, yeah, they even have uh, little campsites and a handful of cabins for overnight stays. Hmm. That's so, cool. Yay. The new destination. Stay at the beach forever. Yeah, just go in the beach cabin. <laughs> That's so strange. That was gross. Oh, yeah, and I had another fun one. Just because. Just because. Ah. I like pretty girls. Um, remember... Back in the day, I know you're going to, like, roll your eyes all the way to the back of your head and down the floor, and then they're going to roll away. I am. But remember that paper cover, that magazine that broke the internet with Miss Kardashian's giant ass on it? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Your eyes are on the floor. They're rolling away. What about it? Nicki Minaj is trying to break the internet with paper as well and her own cover what's her cover her cover is quite sexy <laughs> well i don't even know if it's sexy i it's interesting looking they they went off the idea of the fact that it's Nicki minaj and they were like how come menage a trois has never come up with Nicki minaj they're like that's such a gimme yeah how has that never been and pretty much the cover of paper is menage, menaging with herself. That's not going to break the internet. Yeah. Why did Kardashians then? 
Um, oh my gosh. Okay, so you know how I went to art school? Mm-hmm. We had a whole debating thing around the Kardashians where you were, you were given a subject and you had to debate like pro and con. And it was about, um, it was about how they're influencing the media and shit like that. So, uh, the photographer that took the picture had originally taken a picture like that before, but it was of, um, this girl with super dark, like Nubian skin. And, um, she had this champagne glass on her butt and it had been well received as a good photo, like same color scheme and everything. And he just, for Kim's picture, he literally just changed out the chick. Same pose, same thing with the champagne going over and hitting the glass on her butt and everything. And, um, I personally don't get the appeal of the Kardashians like you do. Um, although I will, I've, I've admitted that I've watched them in the past, but when it became too much, I backed out. It you, became, however, but still. it became too much for you years in. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Look, I'm. I didn't. I'm admitting that I was a fan at one point, but I decided that I'm not about that life anymore. Not about. Not about that life. No. You, however, are. You still are. So. Uh, I'm not ashamed. I watched the Kardashians. Yeah. I, you should be ashamed. I know. <laughs> you can't say you should be ashamed. I should be ashamed, but I'm not. <laughs> but you should be. <laughs> you really should be. Hey, continue. Um, the whole thing is because it was on our ass and I don't even, it broke the internet because it became so talked about. People had to see the picture because it was intended to break the internet. So it was like kind of the, the stuff behind it was more on, did you see the, not, oh, did you see the picture? This is a crazy picture. It's, have you heard about everybody talking about this crazy picture? And even then the picture's like not that crazy. It's not that crazy. Weird looking. And it's because she's known for her ass, and ha- the champagne glass for, happens to be on her ass. And she's very shiny. Yeah, she's super shiny, and it's like um, a showing of wealth and what the the modern American dream is nowadays, to be famous, beautiful, rich, and uh, super shiny. I want to be all those things, honestly. Yeah, it's just it's just supposed to be a reflection of what society thinks, what what society values and considers success in today's day and age. So it's because the photographer is known for that kind of like heady shit. A lot of people read too much into it. And a lot of people were like, "It's just a fucking picture." It's like uh, it's ridiculous. But that picture is not gonna break the internet because nobody gives a fuck about Nicki Minaj. I just thought it looked cool. I I do like that she's pleasuring herself. That's nice. <laughs> well, I mean, just I think it's that. I feel like it's it's a, it was a very feminine take on it that they that they did, you know. You think it's tasteful? No, not tasteful. It's not. But I feel like I, I don't know the fact that it's female cunnilingus. It's self cunnilingus. Yeah, I know, but it's still female. You know, I mean that's not she is female very prominent and it's self. Yeah, but they might. I don't know. It's, I feel. I feel like it would have been very easy to to have not done that. You know. No, not when you're doing the menage a trois thing. It has to be Nikki doing it to herself because that's the joke. I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I also think that faux lesbianism is kind of rampant in um, modern society, where these straight girls are doing things to act lesbianism, but they're not really lesbians. 
It's like that in the movie. You mean Madonna and Britney? Yeah, but it's not just that. It's like in the movie. What's it? Um, the one with Josh Hutcherson and like his two gay moms. Or they're complaining because they they don't like watching female gay porn because it's always two straight girls kissing each other for the pleasure of a dude, not mm. because they were two lesbian chicks that actually liked each other. So it's harder to get into that kind of thing. Mentality. And it, yeah, because it's, it's not really, like, they're not really lesbians. So it's just two straight, they're just making two straight chicks kiss because guys want to see straight chicks kiss. Like, that is everywhere. Yeah, because they want, they want the option of then you can join in. Exactly. But that you can have sex with both these girls. But, I mean, I know it's that Nicki, it's Nicki Minaj giving cunnilingus to Nicki Minaj, but it's not... And it's feminine, but it's still it's she's a straight woman. Yeah. So it's, it's faux lesbianism. But it's to herself though. It's faux lesbianism slash masturbation. Yeah. If only we could all do that. <laughs> I'm not going to agree to that. So Jackson, you see any movies lately? Um, no, not movies, but uh we did enjoy a new miniseries on Netflix called Alias Grace. Yeah, we did, didn't we? I really liked it. Yeah, it was was awesome. Yeah, it's based off that book, right? Yeah, Alias Grace by Margaret Atwood, who also wrote Handmaid's Tale. Mm -hmm. But the Handmaid's Tale's on Hulu. Gross! We like Hulu, too. I know, we like Hulu. (laughs) I know, we like Hulu. I I don't want to watch the Handmaid's Tale, because it, like... It got all the awards. And, like, I'm happy that it, I mean, considering how good Alias Grace was, if Handmaid's Tale is anything close to it, then I understand why it won all the awards. But, I mean, come on. It won all the awards. It kind of made me not want to watch it because of how many awards it wins, you know? Because, uh, you know that... I like awa- awards. Uh, if you win a lot of awards, it makes me want to see you more. I don't know, because awards are bought, you know? They're not that, earned. That's also true, but I hear genuinely, I'm only hearing good shit. I know. That makes me not want to watch it either. Because I haven't heard any... Okay, so weird. Okay, it's because I haven't heard any bad shit. Because then you're hearing all this good stuff and there's like no bad to it. And you're like, okay, so then you start imagining what the bad could possibly be. But you don't know if it's true. So you're like, if somebody tells you this show is amazing, but so-and-so has a booger up her nose in three episodes, you're like, mm, okay, I'm willing to take that gamble. Because will- I don't care about the booger in the nose, you know? But I haven't heard anything bad about it. So... Because I haven't heard anything bad about it, I haven't seen it. I think that the only way to solve your problem is for you to see it. I know. I'm going to have to watch it. I mean, Alias Grace was too good. I have to watch Handmaid's Tale now. It was amazing. It stars, uh, what's her name? Oh, God dang it. You're so prepared. Well, I had it on the page, and then I accidentally clicked the thing. Mm-hmm. And then... It just took me to all IMDb. Mm-hmm. No bueno. But um, Sarah, I, I, I'm probably going to mess up her name, but G- Gadon or Gadone? <laughs> Gadone. Gadone, who plays Grace. Uh-huh. She is beautiful. She's amazing. Beautiful. She was such great. a great actress. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Like... You're gonna have to see see the series, but I mean, it does leave you in the end. So far, we found that two out of three people have sympathy. One does well, not. Well, what's it about? It is about 
Uh, actually, did you know that it's based on a true story? Yes, I did. That's funny. Did you know? You did. did you did. Did you? Know? I did know. I did know that. But it's That's why I liked it so true, much. The true story of Grace Marks, who's a housemaid and an immigrant from Ireland who came from kind of a poor family, poor situation, um, in eighteen and was imprisoned in eighteen forty three for the murder of her employer, Thomas Kinnear. She has. She says she has no memory of having done any, any anything to her her boss, and pretty much it's us watching her talk to a psychologist, uh, Dr. Simon Jordan, to see if he can recall her past and figure out whether or not she's innocent. Mm-hmm. Because Grace feels like she's innocent. At least she comes off as feeling like she's innocent. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, this actress is so great, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to believe her. I mean, she's so cute. Okay, so... Spoiler alert, um, I'd say if you're planning on seeing Alias Grace, uh, you should see it. It's amazing. I don't know how many episodes, like what, eight episodes on Netflix? Yeah, Each about an hour long? At the most ten, I think probably eight. Sounds right. It was amazing. We marathoned it, or at least I marathoned it, because some people couldn't hang and had to go to bed. No, yeah, cause some people have jobs and have to get up in the morning. <laughs> Excuses. <laughs> um, but I finished it like within starting it, just straight marathoned it. Like, it's amazing, and it's, like, so emotionally charged and everything. So if you're planning on watching it, I completely recommend saying it. Because uh, we, like, from here on out, spoilers, but we completely disagree. Because I think this bit... On the entire entire motivations. Yeah, I, I personally believe this bitch knew exactly what she's doing. She's super meticulous. She's smart. She knows how to manipulate men. She knows what she's doing, and she's using it as an excuse to get out of jail. Like, honestly, she's playing everybody's for fools. I think she's 100% guilty. I think she knew exactly what she was doing the whole time, and I think she still knows what she's doing, and she's just trying to make this guy think that she's stupider than she actually is. And I thought it was obvious. I thought that was the whole point of it. It's like it's like the O.J. Simpson thing. Uh, this is how I would have done it. Like If I did it. If I did it. It's, it's exactly what it felt like. And then I turned to you and I'm like, oh, it's obvious she's guilty, right? And you went, no, I actually think she's innocent. Boom. My whole world was like, nah. Because I do. I think no. she's innocent. And, but even then, even if she's not innocent, I don't begrudge her for it. I don't either. I think because they, they I had it coming. They all had it coming. They had it coming. They had it coming. <laughs> but they didn't run into her knife ten times. Yeah, but that's what it felt like. It, that like we had this discussion. I felt like it was in Chicago when you're like being introduced to every chick in the cell block, and there's that chick that goes, "He ran into my knife. He ran into my knife ten times." It's like it's it's so obvious she did it, but she's still not admitting it. That's how I feel about Grace. But what I'm saying is that I feel like Grace really doesn't know she knows i mean maybe she's been acting for so long that she can't remember but she knows because at one point it, it looks like it's a split personality from what from her, uh one of her first early friends um since grace didn't really have any friends and this is her, no, her only friend died yeah, her only friend died and she died um uh, but with through a botched abortion mm-hmm. and uh I mean, if that doesn't tell you right there, the psychosis she's going to 
she, she's going to endure. Yeah. Ju- just from the fact that her friend literally died because she was pregnant with someone's someone's child. I mean, in this in this time if you were unmarried and pregnant, it was pretty much well your life options are over. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there for you. Like I think what what she says she's going to have to go down to the docks and sell herself in order to feed her and her kid. Yeah. Um so instead she tried to get rid of it and it killed her. And you see Grace struggle with this, thinking that because she sinned, she was punished. But she said she didn't begrudge her for it, even getting rid of the the kid, even though that is in itself a sin, because really it was, she said it was going to be one life for one life, you know, taking one life to save a life instead of two lives being destroyed. Yeah. But then she sees this this type of sin repeated later on, and you see just that that type of internal struggle and resentment. You can see it in Grace, even though you think it's a split personality, that she kind of t- takes on her friend's personality as an internal split. It's... But I think that that was really what happened. I feel like she did actually develop a split personality. I mean, she was she fainted very easy. Look, I'm not denying. I'm not denying that split personalities are a thing. I think split personalities are a thing. I do I not thought, think I thought you race. Didn't believe in split. No, I believe. I definitely believe in split personalities. Like, because James McAvoy. Because James McAvoy. James McAvoy makes me believe. <laughs> Hashtag uh, split. Hashtag split, yeah. Well, that's the name of it. I was going to say it. Hashtag M. Night's return. Hashtag? Hashtag M. Night returns. Um, oh, did you see they're doing a Mr. Glass film? Yes. So excited. Yep. <laughs> that's completely off topic. Um, still. No, no, I still believe that there are people who have genuine split personalities. Um, however, I don't believe Grace is one of them. You think that um, she'd gotten together with uh, Zachary Levi, who's also in this? Yeah, I think that you have to go through, I mean, not to belittle her experiences or anything, but I think you have to go through something much more traumatic than what she went through for a split personality to have been created. Because people who have been documented by habit, like documented cases of split personality, usually they're being raped or tortured, and they've been tortured for like weeks until that personality emerges to take on the pain. Like, the the conscious mind just can't take anymore, so they create a person who in their mind is strong enough to handle it so that the other person doesn't have to admit that that ever happened to them. And I don't, and I know that her friend died, but the thing is, is that that part wasn't erased from Grace's memory. It was everything after that was magically erased. That's why I don't believe that she, that she was a true split personality. I think she was just a crazy bitch who was way too smart for her time period. And for her level of economic status that she was in. And she played the game. That could be true, too. But I, st- I still want to believe that she's innocent. Nah, you just want to believe she's innocent because you, like, you're weak. <laughs> you're, you're like those people that that liked her, so you kept her around. Yeah, because I felt like that she she brings the spirits with her. Yeah, you're you're like you're like the family that that lets uh, the her the family of spiritualists. Yeah, the family of spiritualists that, that like having her around because, because she's a murderess. Because she's a murderess, and I feel like I'd the black chick in the kitchen. Than a murderer. 
right? If I had my choice. I had my choice. Yeah. And her accent is adorable. Mm-hmm. Her Irish accent? Yeah. It's so cute. Her Irish brood. Yeah, I kind of don't... The thing is, Anna Paquin's in it. And I am borderline never going to want to see Anna Paquin in anything ever again. Really? She that annoying to you? Yeah. Is it because she has this particular acting style that you can see because of Sookie? Maybe. Because if so, I'm on the same boat. Yeah, because I couldn't not see her acting. Uh, yeah, the I only see time. Anna Paquin. I see. Oh, it's Anna Paquin. Oh, it's Anna She's Paquin a, acting like this. Yeah, acting like Anna Paquin. I expected her to walk around like with her arms out. You know, it's like you just stand like that. I think I have a hair on my tongue. Oh goodness. Sorry. Continue talking. This I got struggle. it. Struggle. I got it. But yeah, yeah she, with her she, arms in T Rex pose. Yeah, she like just kind of, but in lazy T Rex. Mm-hmm. It's not actual T Rex. It's like maybe that's just what she thinks Southerner sounds like because she had the Southern accent in the thing, right? Well, she's Canadian. Canadians don't have Southern accents. Did she have a Southern accent, or is that her just trying to do like a British accent? I don't know. Yeah, they were in Canada, huh? Yeah, it was a uh, it was a ca- Canadian court case. Yeah. And they're in Toronto. Huh. Yeah, but it was just I can't I can't with Anna Paquin. I don't believe her. I've never believed her being anybody other than Anna Paquin in anything that she's ever done. The, I, this is Anna Paquin. I believed her as Rogue. But Yeah, I, I kind of believed her as Rogue too, but I don't believe her anymore. Well, I wouldn't want her to play Rogue again. She still plays Rogue. Uh, yeah, but her scenes get cut out. Not in the Rogue Edition. Whatever. I actually like the Rogue Edition better because it has uh, more um, Fastbender in it. Immediately, that just made me think about Brett Ratner. Now the sexual allegation. And sexual harassment. <sighs> but I feel like Alias Grace is, is shot so well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the story's told so well. Yeah, it's crafted. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just, I even like how unsettled I am at the end that I'm not quite sure that what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I really want to read the book just because I want to see the extras that are in the book, like mm-hmm. maybe the additional layers. Who knows? Maybe I'll read the book and I'll be like, hmm, and I'll come out on your side. Or maybe you'll read the book and you'll be like, oh, I'll I see. Come out on your side, yeah. yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, that's why I bought it. Because so. out of the out yeah, of the I, three of us, both you and Mom thought she was innocent, and I'm like, that, gu- that bitch guilty. I couldn't believe both of you thought she I thought Mom. I thought she was going to be, she, her jaded ass would have been with me, but nah. She's innocent. That's well, because she's on the side of the woman. <laughs> Hey, I'm not saying that what she like the chicks in Chicago. Uh, he ran into my knife ten times. I'm sure he deserved it. Like I'm with you, they deserve it. And I get that you're trying to get out of here and that you want to be excused. But girl, you guilty as fuck. But that's the thing is that I also don't believe that it's guilt. <laughs> if 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 they deserved it, so she's not guilty as shit. Yeah, she is. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. They both deserved it. If a person gets run over by a bus. Okay, wait, let me phrase this. No, right. I feel like she did it in self defense. 
In self-defense of what? He was chasing her. Mr. Kinnear, he was chasing her in the night, and then they were asking her straight up, like, what did he, like, ass- assault you? So you're do- saying that, yes, she murdered he mur- she murdered them. Yes. But she did it in self-defense. Yes. But that's only... But Mary taking over. Grace is still innocent. Ah. <sighs> Girl, you're so naive. Nah. You're so naive. I, feel, I, I, I don't... I well, think that she saw what they were doing and she wanted to punish them. They deserve to be punished. According to crazy-ass Grace, <laughs> no. they deserve to be punished, but not in accordance no, to the law. Gra- they weren't Grace breaking the law. Grace doesn't judge. Ma- according to Mary, they deserve to be punished because Mary was punished. Yeah, but I mean, uh, punished according to who? Like, like it's not according to the law as it standed. Like, you could say that now about everything we were talking about according to the laws that nobody's getting punished. Yeah, but then again, Louis C.K. hasn't been murdered. Let's just murder everybody. But the, it's like you can't just murder somebody because they're they're chasing you. Like, I think you can in Toronto. <sighs> she knew what she was doing. To know and no one will know. The thing is, she, uh, what, what I believe is that she saw something that didn't agree with her core religious Irish beliefs and she decided to take it into her hands to punish them by manipulating the situation so that she would seem as not guilty as possible. But she manipulated that situation from the beginning. From the beginning. And she knew exactly what she was doing. It was a chess game. Yeah, I still think she's innocent. <sighs> but I love that. I love that both of us can see two completely different stories. Yes, yeah, stories. I mean, the same thing. Well, it's because she's telling you a story and it's either you believe her or you don't. And the thing, I, I believe she's an unreliable narrator. I, I believe that too, that she is unreliable, but I believe her. <laughs> you're just like, the, you're going to be on your deathbed. Great. <laughs> Grace. <laughs> poor doctor. Yeah, that poor doctor. She made him crazy. I just that's why I didn't like the ending because it's a real ending. It didn't. It was. W- it's not. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like in Amadeus, you didn't give them a, a big boom boom to let them know it was over. <laughs> you know, you didn't. You didn't satisfy his royal ear. <laughs> My royal ear needs to be it's satisfied. Too, too many just, notes. Too many notes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how so I feel. Which, like, just cut a few. Just cut a few. It's just too many knots. Which ones? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I feel. That it ended too open-ended, but that's how life is. Life is always open-ended. I, there is no yeah, end to I the story. I love the way it ended. I thought it was... What, with the dude going to war, getting paralyzed, and on his... Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> liked it, because it was just kind of like, damn. Yeah, but he got, like, karma super punished him. Yeah. He didn't even do anything wrong, though. I mean, for the time, he didn't do anything wrong. At all. He should have just... He should have just let Grace go, and he could have married her, and then he would have never gone off to war. And then she would have killed him later. No, yeah. I think she would have murdered him. I think later they would have been together, she would have murdered him. I have a feeling she's going to murder the little redhead. Oh, yeah, definitely. Once she has children, she's going to murder the redhead. How's she gonna have children? She's like old ass bitch. She wasn't that old. She was she was a granny. She wasn't a granny. Yeah, because the redhead was a grandpa and he was younger than her. 
He grayed early. No, he didn't. Shut up. <laughs> Great. I can't believe he still wanted to marry her. Ooh, the redhead? Yeah. I believe it. He was in love with her. Yeah, but then he to- talked against her court case and sealed her fate. That's crazy. He's like, I think I he was just really jealous. Like, I think he was jealous that she had been found with everybody. Well, not that she was like fucking everybody, but that she had been found with another guy running away with him, saying that they were going to get married. Yeah. Like he was pissed off. I think that he did what he did because he did it out of vengeance. He didn't. He didn't do it because that's what he actually thought. He was just mad that she was sleeping around. He was terribly vexed. That's why he wanted to still marry her because he's like, well, now nobody will have her, so she has to be with me. He he saved himself for her. Right? That's disgusting. Like, I'm an old man now, Grace, and I still want you. Can't even imagine that. There's so much importance placed on sex. Well, yeah. I mean, as soon as she's free, as soon, the second she's free, there's already a dude who's like, marry me. Right. She can't. She couldn't even go out and be like, hey, I'm free. It's <sighs> like, nah, now I'm stuck on this farm. All right. But she liked the farm, so. Yeah, I know, but, I mean. It was a good option for her. It would be nice to, yet to have options. Besides just the one. Now, well, like, nah, you're free, and then there's this dude who's, like, willing to put you up. Yeah, but the only reason why she even went was because she thought it was the doctor. Not because she thought it was a redhead. Because she liked the doctor. Yeah. He hot as fuck. Mm. He was hot you as fuck. thought I I didn't. thought he was super hot. That guy was hot as fuck. I was like, damn, he can examine my head any door. <laughs> I would have preferred Zachary Levi. Well, yeah, Zachary Levi is a shit, but he's a gypsy. He was cool. He was pretty cool. Jeremiah. What's a bullfrog? What's <laughs> a good friend of mine? <sighs> So I believe we've come to the conclusion that she's she's guilty. No, yeah, we both she's believe innocent. That. We both believe. No, she's I think we should just both agree that Mary's guilty. Yeah, she's guilty. Mary. Yeah, she's guilty. Yeah, I agree. She's guilty. Mary is guilty. Yeah, she's guilty. Yes, this Mary is. Guilty. <laughs> yeah, she's super guilty. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think that we had enough spoilers in this to like somebody could listen to this and still not know anything about Elise Grace, which is good. Because I would rather them see it and form their own opinion. And if if you've seen it, form the opinion that she's guilty. That she's not. That, that she's she, guilty. Circumstances suck, and uh, she did her best. Yeah, I mean her circumstances were were god awful, and she was smart enough to take advantage of those circumstances and be guilty. Mm. Nah. I think she, I ser- I ser- seriously think she's or as, going as innocent. I think Grace is as innocent as she can be. For somebody who did it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's as innocent as can be for somebody who totally did it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I do. I think she did murder them, but Grace isn't guilty. She's as innocent as you can be. Yes, for somebody who did it. Yeah. She's just like OJ. No. Yeah, she's just like OJ. No. She's as innocent as you can be for somebody who did it. No, because OJ's a liar. So is she. Nah. She lies the I entire know. time. I 
they, the entire time. I told you Mary's guilty. Mary and Grace are the same person. And I think it's a legit split. Nah. I mean, okay, well, we're not going to agree. And we're not. And we're just going to have to agree to disagree. Yes. That Mary did it. That she's guilty as fuck, yeah. <laughs> Super guilty. Anyways. Guilty, guilty. <sighs> Jackson? Yes, sweet. What's your me likey? Well, my me likey is. Uh, man, I'm gonna sound so vain. Do which you are, so. <laughs> but it's my moisturizer. It's called uh, renewed, way to break that glass ceiling. Renewed hope in a jar. I me likey it and me not ashamed to likey it. You don't have to, me likeys are without shame. Yes, and I likey it because it makes my skin feel good, and it brightens my skin, and it gets rid of my fine lines, and it also won Allure magazines. 2015 moisturizer of the year or whatever. So nice. What's the point of a moisturizer? To keep your skin moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it. Like, what's the point of it? Like, I get that washing your face is to keep it clean, but it not only like cleans it, it makes sure that you don't break out and stuff. Like, I completely understand why you're supposed to do certain things. But why is moisturizer a, an important part of a bedtime re- regimen? Like, why is it like, oh, you have to have a moisturizer? I think it's because your your face is always exposed. Yeah, so your skin is always hitting the elements. So it's kind of like how you put lotion on the rest of your body. You, you do it to um, reinvigorate it, soften it, to brighten it. You, you do it. For especially for for your face, it's the but pro- besides your hands. I mean, you, people use hand lotion all the time to make your hands better. Maybe not you, but um, anything that's gonna ha- that gets a lot of contact with outside forces, and your face kind of you have to unless you're the type to wear a mask. No, I mean, I just I've always because I've had skin issues. Like, I've, I had acne when I was younger, and now I'm dealing with acne scarring, and I'm super pale, so I'm always in fear of being sunburned. Like, I've always had skin problems or issues, and uh, I can't do moisturizers because I start breaking out. Like, I started a moisturizer, and I just started breaking out on my face. I'm like, okay, I can't use that moisturizer. Like, and I want to use a moisturizer because you're supposed to because it's going to make your skin look better as you get older. But I'm not sure if I can, because my skin's too oily as it is, because well, it's acne-prone skin. Well, yeah, you have to find a moisturizer that is so for... That's so much effort. That is for people Guys with oily skin. Guys don't have to do skin. that. Why do girls have to? Well, honestly, I feel like girls look better in general. It's because they moisturize. Yeah. And I feel like guys... Uh, girls don't want to look rugged when they're older. Whereas with guys, it's character. It's okay, it's okay to look rugged. But uh. you never know. Once we all develop the power, like we will probably want more effeminate men. Maybe. 
But, yeah, uh, I feel like you also don't need to put moisturizer if you have certain spots on your face that are oily. Yeah. Don't put moisturizer there. It's like doing that on an oily T-zone. You just don't do that. So, what? You just put it on the... Like, what if you... Okay, the thing is, I'm oily in my T-zone and, like, around my mouth. So, I would only put it here? Yeah, you'd only put it on your cheeks. That's crazy. Or you get one that's specifically for around the eyes. Like... Yeah, I will, yeah the uh, the eye bags I definitely use all the time. But I was doing, like, a full face. Because you're not supposed to... Whatever. This, you have to adjust for your, for your own skin's problems. Because I'm just... I'm lucky that I don't have any specific skin issues like that, so I can use moisturizer everywhere. Everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> but Good for you and your moisturizer. Yeah, so we just need to find you a good one. <sighs> yeah, if you see, because you're, you're more into, like, skin brands and stuff than I am, um, if you see something that's, like, a, a, free, a freebie that you get in the mail... Of something that's for acne prone skin or gets rid of acne marks and stuff like that. I'd be totally down to use it. I always do. Thanks. And so what's your me likey, Squee? I thought it would be obvious what my me likey is. I got a record player! Yes, you did. It's very cute. Yeah, I got um, one of those, those ones that look like they're a, a traveling suitcase and you can like open it and inside like it's it's Bluetooth activated too, so if I wanted to, I can connect my my uh, iPod to it and play my music. So it doesn't just play records. Um, but we had a bunch of old records laying around, and they were really good records, like Beatles and Stones and The Clash. And they weren't just laying around; they were hidden in my closet. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we unearthed them from the closet, and I really wanted to play them. And uh, I got myself a record player, and it's. I mean, I want to sound the. My age is coming through so hard right now. But she's, she's gonna sound like such a little like dweeby hipster. No, I'm not even. Because the thing is, is that the sound quality is awful. Like yeah. compared to my Bose, like compared to using a Bose speaker and a digitally remastered thing, like. Well, yeah, it sounds. It sounds. It's it sounds so, like shit. Yeah, and it's so centralized where the sound is. Yeah. It's it's like and trying it, to play it really loud on your phone. Yeah, it, it's got such a tin can sound to it and everything, and I mean, like, I totally don't understand why people are like vinyl is so much better because it's fucking not. Like, I mean, maybe I need to upgrade my my record player to have a diamond pin or whatever and get better speakers for it. Maybe I'm supposed to, like, oil the records. Maybe I'm not doing something. But taking this record player fresh out of the box, taking out a record that hasn't been touched in, like, years, and I even bought new records, so it's not just the old records, but new records, and playing it, and you still hear hear the, um, the static from the needle and shit like that. Like, you really hear that this isn't, the best sound quality. It's like specifically choosing to listen to something at 125p's. Like, why would you? I just don't understand why that's a trope. Why the it sounds so much better on vinyl is a trope. Because it sucks. The because, sound quality sucks. Because douchebag hipsters. But the sound quality sucks. I mean, I think it's super cool. 
Because I was freaking out for so long, seeing that the grooves in the vinyl like, is the sound. How do grooves make music? Yeah, I can't mention. How is that stored on here? Yeah, like, how is that even possible? That's so cool. It's like the first time that we learned how to make ice cream in elementary school when we rolled it around in a can, and you're like, this is yeah, how they we, make ice we cream? Roll, we rolled it around in a can on the ground for, like, 20 minutes, and then there's ice cream. Right? And, and I mean, I'm not saying that I'm an idiot and that I never knew that sound came this way. I mean, there's one thing being told something and then witnessing it. Yeah. Because that is fucking ridiculous. That just by putting the needle to it and grabbing the vibrations that are caused from the groove to release the sound and I know that all sound is, is vibration, but still, that's fucking insane. It is super cool. I think that's the coolest part about vinyl is the fact that it's fucking vinyl and there's sound. Like... Uh, mom looked at you like you were crazy. Yeah, she looked at me like I was stupid or something. Like, like I didn't duh. quite like duh. That's how you get the sound from it. It's like yeah, it said the chick that grew up on the farm. Like it's so different. Well, said the chick that can't talk to OK Google. <laughs> right, said so the chick that doesn't know how to use her Google phone assist. Like I, it's just it's. I think that's the coolest part about it is the fact that it's on vinyl and that the sound is recorded there and as long as you have a needle and a way to capture vibration so that it's amplified you can play anything i just had a thought hmm. about when you were saying that people would that trope about it sounding better yeah i'm wondering if it's not just people hearing nostalgia pretty much like if if it was someone who who had first started listening to music on vinyl and then got used to listening to music like how we do now. Mm-hmm. And then heard vinyl again. That vinyl would be... Like uh, when we see the, the track tape runs on the VCR. Yeah. Where so it's a it's, nostalgia hit and you're like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. So And then you, then you think, well, I'm, I'm watching this 90s show the way it should have it, it was meant to be watched yeah so i mean it might be that no i definitely feel that with some of the older records especially with like queen when we when i play it or with the beatles when they're they're meant these were made to be played on record players and it, i totally understand and i feel like i'm transported back to that time like i get that but i don't understand why people say you have to listen to it on vinyl because they're stupid they are fucking stupid like what the fuck i don't understand why that's a thing though because people are stupid that's why I hate stupid people. It's like it's like how it it's it's the same thing of why cat black cats aren't are actually sequestered on Halloween because people are mean to them. Because people people are mean to them, people will not adopt them and people will light their tails on fire on Halloween. That is stupid. People are stupid. Mm. It's like, it shouldn't be, that shouldn't be something that happens, but it does. Well, that's stupid. But anyway, I love the record player because it's super cool. Like, it's, I'll, I'll admit that having vinyl and playing record is amazing, but not because of sound quality, but be- the whole experience. Yeah, it's the experience of it and it's the, um, the tangibility that you don't get from your music nowadays because everything's computer and it's digital and you tangibly have the record. You can run your finger across it and feel the vibrations. It's it's cool. Like, I, I like it. But it doesn't sound good. And I'm kind of an audiophile, so it really pissed me off that it didn't sound good at first. And what really sucked is I thought maybe this is just a shitty record player. Like, maybe I picked the wrong one. And then Mom goes, wow, your record player sounds better than mine did back in the day. And I was like, no. 
You also can't trust her. I know I can't trust her. But that's the first thing she said. This sounds, wow, this is a good quality. This sounds better than the one I used to have. And I'm like, what? You're saying that they were worse than this? I still wouldn't trust her. <laughs> uh, it was weird. You won't trust our mother. But Grace, completely, 100% innocent. Because our mom is crazy. <laughs> so was Grace. So was Grace. <sighs> All right, it's time for us to say goodbye. Adios. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squeeds podcast. I'm Squid. And I'm Jackson. Um, just say bye. But the thing, Lord, just say bye. It's just, it's oh like my God, whole, just say bye. Just, oh, 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 bye. You hang up first. Bye. No, you hang up. Bye. First. No, you hang bye. up first. Ow! <laughs> bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Yidemfwigs. That's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out SydneyLangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.